We all know that I love making and recording my own podcast. Loudmouth is my heart and soul. But what's even more fun is that it's easy to do. And guess what? (laughs) You can do one too. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Because it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and anywhere else you can listen to podcasts. You can make money from it with no minimum listenership. It's literally everything you need to make a podcast right there in one place for free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Loudmouth Podcast. I'm your host, Madison Handler, the one and only host of Loudmouth Podcast, and I'm so excited for you guys to be here with me today. I hope wherever you are, it's sunny and beautiful like it is here. Thank the Lord, because I feel like for the past week, it's just been raining, and I, tr- I truly am. I, I'm a plant. If I could just have a job where I could just sit outside and photosynthesize, I would absolutely take anybody up on that offer to get paid to do that because the way the sun replenishes my life and brings me with hope and happiness it's just it's crazy but today is also a special day because it's full moon in Sagittarius so happy full moon make sure you put out your crystals you give them some extra loving you journal today kind of focus on what you want to focus on throughout the next month things like that so make sure you take some time for yourself today and care for yourself go on a walk, journal, do whatever you need to do. But I'm so excited because today, I say this about every episode with a guest, but I'm really, really excited today because I have a wonderful person who I've been following for a little bit now and have been listening to their music, um, kind of, it was in the middle of quarantine, I feel like, when I found her and I've been listening to her music ever since and following her on TikTok and on Instagram ever since. And I got to have her on the show today, and it's so funny because we recorded this a little bit ago, and it's just now coming out, but a couple days ago, or like a week ago, her newest music video went like viral on Twitter, and everyone was like, oh, this girl's amazing, like an amazing artist, and I was like, I know she is, dude, so it's just really cool to see her gaining her fame, gaining momentum, and to have her be on this podcast with me. So today I have Precious with me, um, Precious Music. She is a black woman in pop and she kills the game. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode with her and just listen to her talk about being a black woman in pop, having a recording team, still being in college, doing music videos, everything like that. And I hope you guys fall in love with her as much as I did. So, enjoy! Okay, well, hello. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this. I really appreciate it. It's fine. I always love to like um, be able to like share who I am because I feel like people don't know. They just know like my music and stuff. So I like yeah. to share who I am. Yeah, I'm so excited because I found you on TikTok actually. Like mm-hmm. I feel like it was a couple of months ago and I think Mellow was the first song of yours that I listened mm-hmm. to. 
Yeah, that's and, a lot of people. Yeah, and I was like obsessed with it. And then um and then I was like scrolling through TikTok again and you came up and I was like, "You know what? I'm just going to ask her if she wants to be on here because mm-hmm. might as well." So, yeah. Worst thing anyone can do is say no. So, yeah. <laughs> I kind of just wanted you to start out by introducing yourself, telling us who you are and what you do. Okay. Uh, well, my name is Precious. That is both my real name and my artist name because a lot of people ask and I am a pop artist and I also describe myself as a singer songwriter beautiful and when did you start getting into singing songwriting and all that kind of stuff Uh, I would say I got into music when um, my mom bought me an acoustic guitar like after I had been begging for a while which was I believe in like 2014 but I didn't like properly properly learn or get into it until like 2015 when I finally got like stopped being lazy (laughs) I was like okay like let me look at some YouTube tutorials and stuff so I started like teaching myself to play and then um from there I started like just covering song like acoustic covers on YouTube and got like just a small gathering of people who like to watch me like weekly just cover like the pop songs (laughs) current (laughs) yes and you're uh 22 right yeah, I'm 22. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, I feel like um, YouTube was such um, an mm-hmm. instrumental part yeah, of our lives, like growing up. <laughs> yeah, it really used to be like, okay, like if I want a music career, let me just like post on YouTube weekly. But I think like it's definitely evolved from that. You can probably still like get to where you want to be through that, but there's definitely like way more ways to do it now. Yeah, I mean, Justin Bieber was kind of like that. Yeah, I think that, he was like, pretty much like person. the- yeah, the star of like that trend of like, you should post on YouTube if you want to get to where you want to go. Yeah, exactly. But you can also like learn anything with YouTube. I know you said you kind of yeah. looked up tutorials and stuff and yeah, mm-hmm. such a plethora of information. Yeah, most definitely. So when and how did you kind of decide that you wanted to pursue a career in music? Um, okay, well, like, obviously, I was like already doing covers. So from there, I was like, okay it's like what if I like put my own lyrics over the acoustics and then so um this was like my freshman year of college so that was, it was just like after like two or three years of just doing covers so like my freshman year was when I was like okay like what if I put like lyrics over the acoustics and like what really helped was um like right off the bat when I got into college I was like in a band <laughs> like um freshman orientation I met so many cool people and they were like okay like you sing like let's do a band so so I was like yeah so um it basically pushed me to like actually embrace my singing and like the talent that people would tell me I have so um yeah it just like pushed me to like okay I'm good at this let me like actually try this yeah so what college did you go to I'm still in college I go to University of Memphis oh that's Mm -hmm. so cool I didn't know that you were still in college that's really cool yeah Mm -hmm. so are you um like studying music or are you just kind of Actually, uh, my major is psychology because like in my freshman year, that's when I was like, okay, like, let me take music seriously. So before that, I was just like, let me just live life normally. And let me just (laughs) um, major in psychology, which I'm still fine. I'm interested in psychology. And I like to have like that safety net, like no matter what. That's why like, I'm still in school. I'm going to get like this bachelor's before like I do anything else. So yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. And I feel like there's been a big push of like artists doing that too. I mean, Megan Thee Stallion is literally in school and getting her degree and everything like that. Um, So when you kind of started the band was that more just or whenever you got invited to the band was it more of just for fun or did you guys like 
try to, you know, get gigs and stuff like that? Oh yeah, we definitely got gigs. Like we would perform at like campus events. Like I would be sometimes background singer, sometimes like front and center. Mm -hmm. We would do campus events and then like nearby, just like, you know, like, I don't know if all campuses have this, but like they have nearby clubs and stuff like bars kind of. Yeah, we would perform at those. And those like really got me out of my comfort zone. And then I was also like, oh, I like doing this. Like I like performing. Yeah, (laughs) I was like, yeah, I should definitely like take music more seriously. Yeah. So did you kind of just start like, you said you, you know, you started with the the acoustic covers and everything like that. So like, did you just kind of start on your own, like individually songwriting and then kind of producing it and putting it out there? Or was it just kind of behind the scenes? Um, Yeah, it was just like um, my freshman year, like I was in a single dorm, so I was by myself. So I had so much time to just like start writing on my own and just like, yeah, like that was the main thing. Like I did so many things on my own and like people wouldn't know that I even had music until like the day of. I'd be like, okay, well, I just made this acoustic EP. Like you guys go listen to it. So yeah, it was just like, I just started like writing and just like throwing stuff out basically like with on my own and just putting out songs just to see like what sound I wanted and how people would take it. Yeah. Did you start by putting them out on like Spotify and iTunes or did you start with YouTube? Um, I actually started with SoundCloud. Like I had had the YouTube channel with the covers, but um, I hadn't posted like the actual songs to my YouTube because I was like, people on there probably just want my covers. So it was just like SoundCloud. It was kind of like a quiet place. I was just like, okay, like whoever likes it, like whoever hears it hears it and I would just put it out on SoundCloud like it was nothing when you started putting I I truly don't understand like I know how to get my podcast on iTunes and Spotify and everything but as an artist like what does that kind of look like putting those on those platforms um with SoundCloud it was extremely easy because like you don't have to go through any process it's just like if like in this moment I'm like oh I want to put something online you just put it So that one was really easy. That's why I was just like kind of pumping out songs, trying to figure out like what I even liked and what people liked. Mm -hmm. Um, Later I did like um, switch into like the more, like the actual platforms like iTunes, Apple Music and stuff, which that is more of like, okay, like with these songs, you have to make sure this is what you want out. And like, you're not just doing things for fun. So I think that also like helped in me more like narrowing down like what I want to sound like and what I want people to hear from me. Yeah, so you kind of started started with the acoustic covers then you kind of got into more of the songwriting portion of it and putting out your yeah. own music did you do your own like I don't know how to describe like instrumental with it or how does that look like um look well, I don't, the only thing that I w- would say was like a hundred percent me was like the acoustic EP I'd put out but I don't know how to um produce beats I'm actually trying to start like I want to eventually do every single thing myself yeah yeah but yeah I'm trying to start learning how to produce beats but I don't know how to do that so that's another thing that I was definitely doing when I was just pumping out songs on SoundCloud and that's what I also love about SoundCloud like you don't have to like check in like oh what's the rights like you have to buy like you don't have to buy leases and stuff to just post on like nonprofits stuff like SoundCloud yeah so that's why I was just pumping out songs finding beats online that I liked finding them on YouTube writing over them and then just putting them out yeah. So you go and you find your beats online and then yeah. you would just kind of ride over that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you usually have, um, or do you usually have like lyrics in mind and then you kind of look for songs that will fit that? Or do you find the sound and then kind of make yeah, it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I definitely find the sound first. I think that's like, to me, that's a really important part of the song yeah. because like, in a lot of songs, people don't even like, they'll pay attention to how it sounds first before they're eventually like, Oh, this is what the song's about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I definitely 
find the sound first and then I'm I just write the lyrics over it depending on like what mood I'm getting from the song am I getting like a kind of vibe like what just kind of vibe am I getting is it happy does it sound like um, a breakup or something just like whatever I just try to match the mood with lyrics yeah do you feel like you pull from your own life a lot or is it kind of just more of just making songs I feel like? like it's both um Sometimes I do. Yeah, it's like sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. I try to as much as I can. But honestly, like with stuff like um, like if I'm singing about love, I'm probably like just trying to like write something catchy and what I think sounds really good. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's probably like I would say it's both like I try with both. And then I also have a really like enthusiasm for just songs that are catchy and they go well in your ears, <laughs> which yes. I think is an important part of like songwriting. Yes, like the vibey kind of music that yeah. I feel like has been more popular recently. Yeah, definitely. So I was saying earlier that I found your music through TikTok. So when did you kind of decide or how did you, what did mm -hmm. it look like to start kind of promoting yourself on TikTok specifically? Uh, I started promoting there like when it seemed like everyone had migrated to TikTok. It was like around the thick of quarantine. So like, mm -hmm. I think like May last year. And um, so it was because I was both like bored and then like also curious, like what, what is everyone doing on that app? <laughs> and then also because um, a big part of it was like, I remember Vine and I remember that like after Vine had fallen off, I was like, wow, like there are so many artists that came from that. Like I should have used that to like yeah. promote myself as an artist. Like I, I was like, if there's like ever something like that again, like I will not miss out on it. <laughs> so then um. Which is, I mean, that was fine because like at the time of Vine, I didn't know who I truly was an, as an artist. So I'm glad that I waited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, so. Um, embarrassing Vines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this, but this time, like this time last year, I knew I was like, I know who I am as an artist. I had songs out. I had visuals out. So I just like took advantage of it. Started like just simply asking people like if they could listen to me and like if they could check me out. And so, yeah. And so I definitely don't feel that regret that I got from Vine. And I'm very happy that I did that. Yeah. Did, have you seen your audience grown a lot more because you've started promoting on TikTok or since being on TikTok? Yeah, most, yeah, most definitely. Um, TikTok has pretty much given me like the most recognition I've ever gotten with my music. Yeah. And um, cause like before that it, I did get some, like it was like mostly people who know me and then occasionally like the Spotify playlist I would get on. And then um, even like before that, like one of my songs was played at H&M, which was like a good like traction. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That, that was actually super cool. But um, like the attention on TikTok is still like nothing like I had seen. And like, I'm still like honestly getting used to it. Cause it was like for a long time, I'll just like, I'm just kind of doing this. And like, everyone <laughs> says it's good. But now it's like uh, so many people like I don't know personally, like they are saying like, oh, you're good, which is like it means something because like the people around you, you're kind of like, y'all just might be saying. Yeah, that. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, it's like other people telling me it's good. And yeah, so I'm just very grateful. It definitely has grown my audience. And yeah. that's why I always tell people like people are really put off by TikTok, especially like older people. I'm like, you need to get on there. Like if you're trying to promote yourself, like just do it. Like they will support you. Yeah, <laughs> for real. It gets the word out about so many different things because right. I mean, there's so many people on it and. Yeah. And then what I love is that like everyone has a chance. It's not like about like 
you're if you're a celebrity or if you already have like influence like they don't care if like you're a nobody like everyone gets a chance if they think you're good they're gonna give you a chance yeah I've actually seen a lot of celebrities that are on there that aren't verified on TikTok yeah. and I'm like that's kind of funny like <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um, I think it's very funny also being because I'm almost 23 but 22 mm-hmm. still and it's very weird being in this like we're the older like gen z yeah and so yeah it's like, definitely i like get tiktok and i think it's funny and i love like posting on there but i also don't fully yeah <laughs> i'm literally how to use it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm literally the same um yeah i feel like i i mean i feel like i wear like definitely on the older side of gen z <laughs> But um, I don't know. They still, they seem like it's mostly Gen Z that likes my stuff. So I'm like, I guess like I really am like more Gen Z than I thought. So yeah, I know. I see some things and I'm like, or like some things talking about Gen Z and I'm like, okay, yeah, like I am one. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like to think I'm maybe a little bit above, but I'm not, I'm exactly yeah. like that. <laughs> Whenever you kind of started doing TikTok and things like that, did you ever receive any kind of like, on nice comments not nice comments or have you kind of ever had to deal with any of that um uh, I mean I think I feel like that is kind of like inevitable with TikTok it's like yeah. TikTok <laughs> has its upsides and downsides it's mostly because of like the FYP sometimes you can be placed like in a place you were not ready for mm-hmm. so um yeah I definitely have gotten that but like as a person like I understand that like not everyone is going like it's like I have enough people by now that I've heard like me that like it's okay like it's, it's okay. occasionally like it's it's okay that occasionally like people will be like oh like what is this it's like okay well I know for a fact that there are several people that like my stuff so it's okay and that's why I'm glad that like I've been at this for a while now because like for people who starting out could probably hurt their spirits which is like advice like it shouldn't like there's gonna yeah. be people who like you and then don't like you <laughs> yeah especially with different genres of music too which yeah they should never mm-hmm. be like the people commenting that kind of stuff if they don't like the genre of music then they don't like it like yeah for real not like you're gonna sit there and you know waste all your energy trying to change their time yeah mind that's on it. Def- yeah that's my main thing and like um like a style that I do on TikTok is like I really well and in music in general I love like harmonies in my music and stuff and I always like get a positive reception but then like one time I was like oh like why is there so much layers on it it's like why is it and like I could have been like oh my god like what's like, going on do I need to change, change but I'm it. like yeah. no I was like no like I know for a fact that there are people who like this you this particular crowd just doesn't and that's like okay yeah I um love the little series that you did like adding yourself into pop songs yeah mm-hmm. I think that I loved watching those videos because it's just so fun to like kind of um see your style like on a different style as well yeah um, I love doing them I love doing them because it's like um it's like oh like oh I wish I was on that song then I can yeah. just make it and I hear it and I'm like oh this is I'm on it you're like oh, <laughs> I did it myself <laughs> how do you kind of go about making those kinds of videos um I actually just I just download the instrumental of the song I mean it's like when I hear a song I'm like okay, I know it'd be good on it. It's usually just like a pop song, like a new pop song. Mm-hmm. And I just download the instrumental. I use the mic that I'm using right now. It's like a USB mic. So it's like, I don't even have to like go all the way to the studio. Yeah. I just do it right quick in my room. <laughs> and I just um, use the same thing that I use to write songs. The I study the lyrics of the song so I can really truly know what the song's about so I can match it. Yeah. And then I just figure out like how I, I in my like unique way would contribute to the song. 
and um yeah it's pretty it's pretty easy like it literally doesn't take me that long at all yeah I feel like it's a nice kind of like songwriting exercise almost too yeah, like it really really is because then I like sometimes I use inspiration from it for like actual songs so it definitely helps me I love yeah it. so whenever you go to record like your you know songs that you put out on Spotify and stuff do you go to a studio and do that and uh, yeah, yeah, now I do. I used to not like um, for Mellow. I didn't. I recorded that with this USB mic, like in my That's car. So crazy. <laughs> Yeah. That's so fun because that is literally one of my favorite songs of yours. So that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people don't know that, but like um for like my past ones, I did just use this mic in my car really quick. But now um because of TikTok, like I got signed to like a small label, so I do have some like people behind me. Yeah. So now I definitely do go to an actual studio, which is different because like they push me to make sure I'm getting the best take. Like when like out of anything I sing, like I'm getting the best possible take. When I did it myself, I was like, okay, that sounds good you know yeah. to it but they're like no like you need to reach your full potential in here so yeah it's definitely like, different <laughs> yeah and it's hard because when it was just you too it was like mainly just you listening to it and yeah mm-hmm. like I know it's hard for me sometimes to criticize my own work because I'm like I'm great and amazing <laughs> yeah but then there's also times where you over criticize yourself so yeah, having that. those people that are listening especially that mm-hmm. are kind of like trained in it I'm sure yeah. Yes, definitely. It gives me like a new perspective. Like, okay, you have to sound like the emotions. You can't just sing it, you know? Yeah. So it's given me like new like outlooks on like how to go about recording. Yeah. So they found, did they find you through TikTok? And then um, I think it was like a kind of, uh, I don't know. Is it like called domino effect? Like they found me on YouTube, but that YouTube traction came because of TikTok. So um, yeah, they found me on YouTube and just reached out. They're like, you're definitely different. And like, um, we would love to work with you. So yeah, ever since then, I've gotten like some really cool opportunities. Yeah, that is really cool. So do you have like an agent and everything that you kind of work with or is it more um, just Yeah, like- I have um, like a main producer I work with. His name is City. Um, he's like the president. It's called Run It Up Records. It's like a LA label. And he's like mm-hmm. the main person I work with. And yeah, through he was the one that like saw me on YouTube and like mm-hmm. Since then, like I've just been getting all sorts of opportunities, like um, just really seeing more closely, like how the music industry works. And I love it. Yeah. So do you where do you where are you based? I mean, I know you go to school and mm-hmm. yeah, I go to school in Memphis. Um, mm-hmm. I also like my hometown is Nashville. So I'm like frequently there since everything's online. Yeah. And then um, I go back and forth from LA, like when they want me over there to like do music videos and like record songs and stuff. So I'm actually like frequently back and forth between here and LA. Is that hard to kind of go back and forth a lot or? Um, it, it's, it's a little bit, but like, um, I mean, it's a, it's a little hard in the middle of like a school semester. Like I still have classes, but I'm actually very grateful that like all my classes are online. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it's so convenient to like go back and forth. And like, I, I'm, I'm like proud of like how I'm still holding it together. So yeah, it's honestly, <laughs> I couldn't even imagine. What's actually so crazy is like, um, for that music video, like it was such a long shoot. I mean, I enjoyed it, but like it was really long and I was like back at, it was over and I was back in my hotel at 10 PM and I was about to go to sleep and I was like, oh my God, I have an exam due at midnight. Oh no. (laughs) Those are like definitely the low points of it. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. But like when it's, I mean, I just have to like manage my time. That's really the key to all of it. (laughs) Which is just like any college person's worst nightmare is time management, honestly. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, do you, does your label kind of like give you a little bit of 
do you kind of get some slack a little bit for being in college and still doing stuff? Are they flexible? Do they kind of work with you on that? Yeah, they're definitely understanding of it. Like they know I'm in school. They know that I want to finish and they treat it with importance. So they do try to work around me. Um, it's kind of like we both have to like work on it together. Like I am in school, but also remember like um, yeah. I have music to do and stuff. So like, yeah, they're definitely understanding of it. And like, that's why I'm so glad like I signed with them. Like they really do like get like who I am and like where I'm coming from and stuff. So yeah, I'm very grateful for them. Yeah. Do they ever kind of tell you how to promote things or do you just kind of do that all on your own? Um, They promote things in their ways. And then also they let me do it in my ways too. Like on TikTok, they're like, okay, like since you already had the following before we even came, like you just keep doing what you're doing on there. Yeah. And especially because TikTok is hard to understand like yeah. from outside of it. So yeah, they definitely let me do what I do on there. Um, sometimes off of there too. Um, I've, Instagram I'm kind of hard with Instagram myself like I don't like I don't know like something about Instagram I just don't but um yeah so they definitely work on that and and it's kind of like we just both work together to like promote I think it's very important I feel like with artists and like labels and you know record companies and all that it can be very mm -hmm. hard to like lose the individual in all that yeah mm -hmm. so it's nice that you're still able to kind of post how you would post normal yeah you know mm -hmm. yeah they definitely still let me like um it, it will go through me they'll be like hey you like this then we can promote it like this like they'll make sure before they just start doing stuff yeah especially because I mean like you're a brand like you're yeah the mm -hmm. person making the music so yeah it needs mm -hmm. to kind of fit yeah 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 they under <laughs> yeah they definitely understand that yeah so I know so you're a pop artist obviously you you know mm -hmm. do pop and yeah. I've seen you kind of talk about being a black woman in pop what are some of the challenges that you face and kind of see in this genre for a black woman um as a black woman the thing I face most is like people still immediately putting R&B as the description for me before pop like they'll mention pop they'll mention pop but first they'll describe it as r&b like they'll say r&b pop or just like straight up r&b which i'm like like are we not hearing the same thing yeah. like i'm just very confused and um yeah it's like sometimes i will do a little bit of r&b pop but for the most part like i'm pretty sure like if my voice is like repla replaced with ariana grande's they'll be like okay this is pop yeah so that's why i'm like i don't understand but yeah i just basically find myself like continuously having to steer people away from like kind of moving me into that box and that's like the main thing that i get exactly if you listen to any of your music it's not r&b yeah. like it's, it's very poppy very and like i love r&b like um ari lennox summer walker like i look up to those artists i feel like they're so good mm -hmm. so i don't want i feel like I'm insulting them like oh, if I'm yeah. like lumping myself in there like it's just not fair to like actual R&B artists I was gonna kind of circle back to earlier you said that your song has played in an H&M how yeah. do you become aware of that like do they um it was <laughs> I just had like put out this song this is like I was completely by myself an independent artist um I had just put it out it released on Spotify and then I got like sent a video like your recent song is like playing at H&M like she had like videos she was like bopping in the store and then so like I went on Spotify and like Spotify lets the artists know like every playlist their song is on mm -hmm. and I was like there was a playlist that said like H&M in-store playlist but I thought this was like a random playlist but no it was like the official H&M <laughs> So I honestly don't know like how they found me. Maybe they just like look for new music whenever it comes out. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know like how that happened, but um, it was just, it was cool though. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And whenever you're put on like spot, cause I know you've been put on like the, what was it? 
Uh, you've been put on like a Spotify playlist, like um. Yeah, recently yeah. it's like I've been I've been put on one called like We Everywhere. It's like a Afro pop, Afro B, um, personalized editorial playlist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do they let you know whenever they're putting you on that? Kind yeah, of they definitely well? like let. Yeah, they let you know when you get put on it, and it's just like. I, I don't know like the actual process, but you do like as an independent artist pitch your song before it comes out. So, um, but I don't know like how they go about like, okay, yes, we're going to put we're, this we're in. Put it on there. Yeah. I guess it's just like, oh, we like it. I guess that's yeah. what it is. And then they're like, <laughs> okay, you're on here. And you're like, oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> and it's like, you just pitch it in general. You don't pitch it to like any particular place. So that's why I didn't know like H&M was going to have like, you don't know what's going to pick your song. Yeah. So how do you go about pitching it? Like, what does that look like? It's just um, Spotify has like an artist like website thing. And like when you have a song about to come out, it shows up like on the website and it asks you like, do you want to pitch to like the playlist people, like the Spotify playlist people. So like ev- literally every independent artist has the option for it, like whether they have anyone behind them, like you can just do it. Um, it's not like guaranteed you'll get put anywhere. And like, honestly, most of the time you don't. Yeah. And that was kind of the, actually the H&M thing was the first time that like I got put on something that big. So yeah, it's like any artist can do it and you just like pitch your song, talk about like what it's about, um, the background behind it, how are you going to promote it and stuff like that. Yeah. So we were talking about like every, you know, people trying to automatically kind of put you in like an R&B corner and things like that. Mm -hmm. And you were saying that like if Ariana's voice was put over your music, they would Mm -hmm. think it's pop. Yeah. Have there been any times whenever like somebody has tried to steer you towards doing more R&B or like that um, music or I mean yeah there has been like um just sometimes I will get like people would send me like beats or like song or like instrumentals they would like to hear me on and I'm just like I'm, I mean this is just not the music I make like yeah. I don't know like what to say to you I mean like I don't have a problem with like occasionally doing it like but the main thing like I do is pop so like I just would like to prevent ever like having to be shoved into that box. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely do get that. Like, um, you know, like it would be kind of safer to start here and then like eventually, but I'm like, that defeats the purpose of everything. Yeah. So like, I shouldn't have to do that. Yeah. um, Yeah. But I definitely will always voice myself like, no, this is not really pop. Like I'm looking for more of a pop sound. Yeah. And then also being like a woman in the industry as well, um, have you kind mm-hmm. of faced any sort of like, I don't want to say backlash, but like, mm-hmm. have you had to kind of come in contact with some, um, I mean, you've had gra- to, like, like gratefully, like, um, well, thankfully the people that I work with, like in the label and stuff, city, mm-hmm. my producer, they're very respectful, understanding people. They definitely take my feelings into account. Cause they know, like they trusted me, like when they signed me, like they picked yeah. me for a reason and stuff. Um, so definitely I have not like, cause you do hear like horror stories about the music industry, yeah. but so far, like I have not experienced that. Like I have a very understanding team. And so, um, yeah, I'm just, I get to do what I would like to do and sound how I would like. And that's just really what I want as an artist. So yeah, yeah I haven't experienced that. That's good. That's good at least. And I think that is very telling like that they found you, they came to you mm-hmm. and they said, yeah, yeah, we like what you do. Like we want to. Yeah. And then also, um, there's a lot of, I will say like, there's a lot of women on my team at first. Um, there were a lot of men. I was like, um, can I have like some more women? Like, can I just like be around more women? And they changed that really quick. And so I have a lot of women around me working with me constantly, like interacting with me. And so, yeah, I really love that part. That's really awesome. And I'm, that's very awesome <laughs> that you said something about it. Because yeah. <laughs> obviously. Yeah. You want a team that understands you on, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. a, 
actual level. And like I feel like women do understand women more. Yeah. So like oh, yeah. I definitely thought that was important to have. Yeah. It's definitely like different languages. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> so where are like who are some odd artists that you kind of drew your inspirations from and kind of helped you decide that you wanted to do more pop music? Um, there are like many, there are many, I mean, I wouldn't say like these, like maybe made me want to do, like do pop music. Mm-hmm. They, just, they just like influenced me, like in general, I would say, um, like the obvious Beyonce, <laughs> um, SZA, Stevie Wonder, mm-hmm. of course, like everyone loves MJ, just like the impact and like the way they touch people really influenced me. And then also yeah. like pop, I, I would definitely say like Lady Gaga was like the blueprint where I was like, okay, like this is what I be, this is what I want to do. Yeah. And um, yeah, I also have like artists that influence me like in more of like a sonic way, like in the way like I sound. Mm-hmm. I have always loved um, the artist Lord in the way like she incorporates harmonies into her music. Like when I was younger, I was obsessed with um, her Pure Heroine album. Yep. <laughs> and like all of the layers she puts into it. So like I do that with a lot of my songs and like on the remixes I do, I like add the layers and the harmonies. And then um, I've always been nostalgic for like um, that early 2000s sound in which I'm so glad to let I get that feedback a lot from people who listen to my music. Yeah. So that's definitely um, the influences that I get. And especially like for the early 2000s, I looked up to Pharrell for that. Like, I feel like he was like the main like pioneer for that sound in time. Yeah. It would definitely be like a dream to work with him. And that's also why um, like I love Ariana Grande and her album Sweetener and how she worked with Pharrell on it. That's my absolute favorite. And so, yeah, definitely like those people inspire me and like influence me in how I sound and then also just like playing and how I want to go about my career and stuff. Yeah, I feel like Pharrell is so cool because, well, it's not cool. He deserves more like recognition, mm-hmm. but I feel like he's yeah. done so much that people yeah. just like don't even know. Yeah, I know? feel like he like he basically controlled like an entire era of music to me. <laughs> yeah, literally. And like yeah you most people don't even know like all that he's done yeah mm-hmm. and it's crazy to me because I'm like he deserves way more recognition yeah is this because like his name isn't always front and center like you have to like look at the credits and stuff but like I came to like the realization like oh my god he's like one of my favorites like when I would look at all my favorite songs and he's in the credits <laughs> you're like, so oh, I was like wait. yeah <laughs> yeah so I would definitely love to work with him one day yeah where do you like whenever you're songwriting and stuff like that what are kind of like some things that you do to help you, you know, I guess, come up with like the story, come up with like the, Mm -hmm. what you're going to say and stuff like that. So, um, I had said, like, I would like listen to the instrumental and kind of like discern a mood from it. And then, so from there, like, um, I would just like listen to the instrumental and then just start humming over it, like humming over it, trying out like different melodies in order to like find something catchy, like find like the hook, the chorus, how that's going to sound. And then like, once like I have the whole like song, like, hummed out I guess um then I would just add the lyrics depending on like what mood I had gotten from the song and to me like writing lyrics is really easy I don't know if it's like easy for other people but for me like it's really easy um just like rhyme and stuff and like um yeah and just like follow the mood that I had gotten from the song um this is usually like when I'm just like trying to write something catchy and like Mm -hmm. it wouldn't always necessarily be pulled from like life experiences like I just like know what would sound interesting yeah yeah and what would pull at someone's ears and that's like just really most the most like important thing to me when writing so what do you think your favorite part of like kind of like creating a song is is it like the songwriting portion 
the singing portion, the melody, like all that kind of stuff? I would say probably like the singing, like actually like getting in and recording it because that can be different from when you were just like brainstorming it Mm -hmm. it could be like in the studio where you like figure out okay like no this would actually work or like I don't even know like how this part was supposed to sound like I don't know but like in the studio is where it really comes together and that's the play like where like things will just like pop up in your head that you just like put in the song and then um yeah it just comes together in the studio for me so that would probably be my favorite part yeah, I feel like, I don't know why I feel like this, but I feel like being in the studio, in a studio would be like my favorite thing to do ever. Just because yeah. you kind of get to like, you come in and someone has, you know, a sort of idea of what mm-hmm. it's going to be. And then it can just like change, change and alter yeah. and just like come together so much. Yeah, and- I love that. And then like just the energy in there, like very encouraging energy. And then so like, I don't know, it's just like, it definitely is my favorite part. Yeah. (laughs) Do whenever you're recording, is it just kind of you and one other person like on the other side or are more people Mm -hmm. kind of involved in it? Um, Yeah, definitely varies. Sometimes it is just me um, and the engineer, like just Mm -hmm. like making sure I'm singing and stuff. Yeah. And then um, but sometimes there are a few people like on the my recent song, Hey Boy, it was produced by like this producer named needles he actually like has a few grammys under his belt so like he is like a actual like professional like you have to make sure i'm in here doing it right you know yeah (laughs) so um yeah there was definitely a few people in there when i did that and then i'm working with him on some other songs so yeah recently like there are a few people but like when it's like stuff i'm completely working on myself like you know um just like on my independent stuff just like completely writing myself it's just me which is fine i mean i'm fine either way yeah Mm-hmm. Do you feel, do you ever feel like, I don't know, I don't even want to say nervous, but ever feel mm-hmm. like weird kind of having like other people in the studio listening to you and giving feedback mm-hmm. on your music or kind of like, I guess, mm-hmm. how are your emotions around like critique and things like that? Uh, I think now, like by now I've gotten used to it because um, like at first it's like, oh, like, I, like, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> I just have to keep recording. They're like, can you do that again? Can you do that again? I'm like, oh my God, like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> but like, now I'm like, okay, that's normal. Like, I'm not going to get it on the first try. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, not like them saying, oh, like you're a horrible singer. Like, they're just like, you need to feel it. Like, you need to like, understand like the emotions of the <laughs> song. So like, it's definitely, I'm grateful for like um, their presence and their feedback. And I'm very like I internalize it and it's it's not nerve it's not nervous to me at all anymore it's more just like um they're being helpful and like I'm definitely understanding how they're trying to help me ultimately yeah and like obviously they have you know a little more experience so it's kind of helpful to get that and it seems like they still obviously honor your independence and like yeah definitely you are as an artist Mm -hmm. I feel like that's probably the best thing that you could find yeah Mm -hmm. what are some like, you know, you just put out a new song, you are on a team kind of thing, but what are some like goals that you kind of want to see yourself, you know, mm-hmm. hit by either like the end of the year or in the next, you know, five years, whatever it is, what are some things that you see for your career? Um, the goals that I have, I mean, I always just tell people, like, I just want for my music to just inspire others in any way, like just to continue the cycle of like artists who inspired me. <laughs> and um, I just, I've, personally feel like 
your mark on others like in this world is more important than things like fame or like the superficial stuff or like trying to sell the most like I just ultimately want to touch people in the way like my favorite artists have touched me and have the opportunity to make anyone's day just a little better by like turning on my music just basically like um just like in any way that I can bring about human connection is just really what I want to uplift people's mood or just have people feel something I just like basically want to continue connecting with people through my music and I feel like TikTok was like the perfect kind of way to well I mean starting at YouTube first like doing the Mm -hmm. acoustic colors cover colors covers (laughs) because YouTube is so like community based and you know yeah you have your subscribers and then going on to TikTok too like yeah being able to connect with your fans and everything like that yeah, um, like just hearing like people being like, oh, I play this, like I have this on a loop, like it makes me so happy. Like that really like means the most to me. Yeah. Like, and I just want to like continue like with that, like yeah. to see where all this goes. And your music is so like, it's so feel good. It's just like yeah. light and boppy, like you can yeah. just mm-hmm. jam out to it in your car. Yeah. Um, I did see that a girl made a dance video for Mm-hmm. your hey, hey boy. boy yeah actually a lot of people are making dance videos really <laughs> yeah I only, I only saw the one because I saw you post like um your TikTok like uh asking mm-hmm. for like cool transitions or something to do with like the music yeah. video and one girl was like mm-hmm. oh I'll create a dance mm-hmm. and I saw her video yeah. how is that weird to like see I mean cool like a cool mm-hmm. yeah how does that feel like <laughs> Um, I mean, like I said, like, um, since this is the most recognition I've ever gotten, it is like taking like a bit of getting used to I'm like, Oh, like these people are really like, me? <laughs> like what? But um, I mean, it's definitely just like at the end of the day, I'm just like, thankful that I was like, I'm my music has actually gotten like a reaction out of people to like go out of their way to do stuff like me for the <laughs> to do stuff like this for me. Yeah. Which is why I always like try to um, acknowledge all of it and like, just make sure people know that I'm glad that like they're doing this and that they support me and stuff and so um yeah it's definitely cool and so many people have made dances by now and like I'm literally like running myself while trying to learn all of them (laughs) because first of all like they're all really good dances and also I want to make sure like people understand that like I'm glad like yeah I'm grateful for like the stuff they're doing so yeah I know that you created a music video for hey boy what was Mm -hmm. it like like is have you done a music video before I don't um yeah I have but honestly not on the scale (laughs) yeah of hey boy like like I told you like it took like it was all day and like I was back at like 10 p.m it was literally all day like there were so many people on set like I've never I never had like that many people on set like it had previously been like you know like two or three people with the camera some telling me what to do or whatever but I can say there was probably like 30 (laughs) people on set and like there were just people everywhere and it's like it's so weird to like just be standing there like this is all for me yeah literally so, um yeah that was definitely it was a different experience but I'm like really excited it was like a female director her name is Ariel so I'm really excited to like see the video come out and yeah um I will have to get used to like <laughs> video productions like that but I guess this was just a start yeah it's just a start you're gonna get bigger and it'll be more fun I've always yeah. um wanted to be in a music video for some reason mm-hmm. I feel like music videos are just more fun because they're like yeah they are (laughs) they're shorter but they're still telling a story have you had anyone in your like personal life kind of I guess when your songs started coming out and they started getting bigger and you started getting more of a following have you had anyone in your like has it been weird in your real 
I don't want to say real um, life because it is your real life, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. It been it's been mostly just like everyone reaching out to me to like be like you know like we knew you would always reach this point like um we always knew you were so talented so glad to like see how you're doing and stuff um so yeah it's definitely not weird it's just um I mean it is like because like on top of school and like traveling back and forth just basically traveling when I'm not busy with school work yeah it's hard to like keep up with like the people and stuff and then especially in a pandemic like it's hard to like try and like hang out with people and stuff um so that's the only thing that like I wish like I had more time for right now Mm -hmm. but other than that like I'm really like loving like the support and like the words of like oh like we knew that you were amazing like we told you like you were really good um yeah it just really means everything to me so yeah I definitely like love how everyone's been reaching out to me yeah that's great and that's great that people in your life are like yeah well we knew it was gonna happen (laughs) like that's always so reassuring to hear for like your family and stuff are they you know accepting I don't want to say accepting but like Mm -hmm. supportive in what you do and like oh yeah definitely um my mom has been I mean she got me the guitar at the beginning so she's definitely like um supportive of it she of course is like okay like you do know you better finish school first (laughs) I'm like yeah I agree with you um so yeah um she's definitely supportive of it she um accompanies me like on these trips whenever she can or like talks with my producer and my team just like make sure she's still in the loop like she definitely wants to be a part of the process and yeah um my sisters like my cousins everyone is just like really supportive of me um I haven't gotten like any like negative like oh what are you doing like I haven't gotten any of that (laughs) and I think also like still being in school and everything that's such a mom response is yeah (laughs) you finish school it's like okay yeah I got it (laughs) what has been like the coolest thing for you so far or what is like the moment when you were like oh shoot like I'm actually doing this like I'm doing this Hmm, I think I mean it might sound like so simple (laughs) but probably be like the first time like I was on the plane to LA because first of all like I don't fly like I (laughs) I don't like I've never never ridden an airplane (laughs) so oh my gosh um, really yeah before that (laughs) first time (laughs) yeah and then so um when it was like taking off I was like wait like this is actually like because like it was like anything could have like prevented it like I could have like my mom could have been like no like or like, I don't know, like something just could have influenced it to like not happen. And like, I don't know, like you don't really know, like it's about to happen until like you're just it's happening. Really flying. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're in LA, which just seemed like a city that existed in movies. Yeah. <laughs> and then so like just actually flying and then being in LA and like just like physically being there, that was probably like the coolest thing that I've experienced or like most different thing that I've experienced so far. But honestly, like by now, like I'm already used to it. Like, like yeah. how, how many times I've been there. <laughs> but yeah. It's, it's second nature to me now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Is there any like advice that you would give people who are wanting to kind of get involved in the music industry and things like that? Or like any Um, just, yeah, tips that you have on your experience with it all? Well, I'm, I'm still like pretty new and up and coming, but I guess I could say like, um, just keep doing what you're doing and get better at it and I just believe that like it will fall into your lap like if you keep like just continuing and then also what's really important and what I've learned is to take criticism like apply it because no one like in my opinion no one is perfect and like the feedback that you get and internalize and apply could be like the difference between you getting to where you want to be or not like someone pointing you out like oh that's good and um, everyone has room to improve 
So um, that's definitely like a big part is like taking criticism and like being, I guess, like just knowing that you always have room to improve. And then also another important thing that I believe and often tell people is that I don't think that you can like fail at like you can't say like you failed at something like if you don't stop trying to achieve it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like there's no reason that like there should be an expiration date on like trying or like, oh, that dream was like that's a failed dream. Like, no, like you you shouldn't put an expiration date on that. Like you as long as you have like life to live, like just keep just trying keep to do it. And like you will I feel like if you just keep trying something, you will eventually get it. Yeah. That is really great advice and honestly yeah. very touching. <laughs> I'm just really grateful for everything that's been happening to me and I would just like people to know that and that like I don't take any of it like with a grain of salt or anything like yeah it's just very important especially that like I get to like this is what I do and like um a lot of people they dream of like their passions being the main thing they do and so I get to do that right now and like I never take any of it for granted even though sometimes it can be like oh like I'm tired or like oh my god I'm in the studio like for so long but like this is ultimately what I wanted and like I'm living in it now. So I'm just like very grateful for everything and everyone that supports me. Like even people like you who like reach out to me, <laughs> like it all means a lot to me. And I try to like acknowledge all of it, take all of it in. And yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's so important because even in those times, like obviously you're allowed to be tired and allowed to like mm-hmm. feel overwhelmed yeah. with stuff. But it's like in those moments, especially when like the gratitude is like, because you're gonna be like yeah (laughs) I'm here and I'm doing it you just want to provide where people can find you where people could listen to you all that kind of stuff now is your time to plug yourself (laughs) I mean I guess um the first place to go in order to like get to other places would be (laughs) my Instagram which is just precious x music um precious spelled in the word (laughs) the (laughs) p-r-e-c-i-u-s and um yeah from there like there's a link in my bio to like everywhere that you can find me I'm on Spotify Apple YouTube music like all that stuff and yeah that's pretty much it thank you so much for having me on yeah (laughs) thank you for agreeing to do this I'm gonna have like all your links in the notes and everything like in the show notes whenever I post it but yeah thank you so much for coming on this is (laughs) I was literally nervous about this honestly (laughs) really (laughs) yes because I listened to your music and so it's like Uh (laughs) I was like oh my god I'm like meeting a celebrity (laughs) and she said yes to being on my podcast I felt cool so (laughs) thank you have a great day yeah you as well bye bye how much fun was that you guys I know it was amazing So I just want to thank Precious again for being on this episode. And I hope that you guys got to just enjoy listening to her talk about everything and becoming an artist, being on TikTok, becoming part of an agency, everything like that. Because I truly don't really know how that all works. So I was so excited to learn about it from her perspective and see what she had to say about it all. So thank you guys for listening. I will make sure to have all her links down below. And I highly recommend my favorite song by her is Mellow. So I would definitely check that song out. But Hey Boy is also going to be an absolute bop for the summer. So make sure you guys check her out there. Check all the links down below. And make sure you guys follow Loudmouth on uh, Instagram at loudmouthpod. Email me loudmouthpod1 at gmail.com. Um, send me any people that you want to hear on here soon because I have some exciting guests, but I'm always, always looking for more. So send me people you want me to interview because I would love to do it for you. Um, I love you guys. Thank you guys for being along with this journey. And 
yeah, go listen to some of Precious's music. I'll talk to you guys next Wednesday. Make sure to follow along, um, leave reviews wherever you listen to your podcast on. I love you guys. Bye. Thank you.